Hello everyone, Sarah Behrman here, business agility coach for Agile Dad, and it's time for today's episode of The Daily Stand-Up. Let's get started. For today's topic, I'd like to share my thoughts on how to determine when something is the real deal versus too good to be true. Are you naturally a skeptic or do you tend to be naive or somewhere in the middle? I am an eternal optimist, but also a hypercritical realist. I'd like to say I have never been scammed because of my savvy, but that's not the case. I would like to believe that everyone has good in them and all experiences have value. But as I get older, I'm much more discerning, especially about how I spend my time because it is my most valuable resource. I have become very direct and probably even offensive to some when I feel like they are not telling me everything or avoiding details that will confirm what I'm asking for. I respect mine and the other person's time too much to waste it. In business, there needs to be a mutually beneficial relationship, which includes transparency and trust. Otherwise, it will not be sustainable. Consumers buy a product or service from a company because it provides some value or benefit to them or at least they believe it will. When a relationship or business transaction is not mutually beneficial, it will only last as long as the parties involved allow it. And this is why it's, impar- it's important to know when something is what you really think it is versus a fantasy. As I mentioned in the past, I've made a mistake trusting or believing people that were not in my best interest. And overall, I do feel like I've done a good job of learning from those experiences. When I look back on how I got myself into those situations, I can see what I should have considered. I now have a process to determine if something is worth my time or I'm just attracted to the idea which is blinding me from reality. First, what is the cost of entry? How much time, energy, money does it take to get started or even learn about the opportunity? Secondly, Accessibility and transparency. How easy is it to get the information or access you need so you can determine is this something good for you at this time? Thirdly, the measurement of success or progress. What can you use to empirically measure how this is moving you towards your goals or helping you with your challenges? Two recent examples of when I used this process and had two very different outcomes come to mind. I have always had an aversion to the sounds of knuckles cracking or popping of joints, which led me to an irrational fear and skepticism for chiropractors. But a couple months ago, I started having hip pain that made exercising and even walking painful. After sharing my issue with a coworker, she suggested acupuncture, and I found a well-reviewed doctor that offered acupuncture and chiropractic services. It took about two weeks of only getting acupuncture, which I did find beneficial, until I was open to the idea of getting an adjustment. I was so nervous I was sweating during the first session, but I almost immediately found it even more beneficial than the acupuncture. My insurance significantly covered the services, so the cost of entry was reasonable, as was the time commitment. The doctor allowed me to share my fears, ask all the questions, and showed me via x-rays why I was having the hip pain. And now, after less than 10 adjustments, my hip pain is gone. It didn't happen overnight, 
that after each session I could feel the benefits increase and I was able to do more of the exercising without discomfort. So what started as a fear of something I knew nothing about ended up being one of the most beneficial tools I have found. In contrast, I recently had a couple people on LinkedIn reach out to me about doing small business coaching. And it's no secret that I love coaching and want to continue growing my skills and experience with it. The idea of finding clients on my own is one of my top 10 goals. But as soon as I got a few responses from these individuals, I knew they were trying to sell me something that was too good to be true. Some of the red flags that tipped me off were, they both said there were no upfront cost and they were promised a certain amount of income for me. How could this be possible when they have no idea who I am or what I do? Then, in order to learn about their programs, I had to provide my email and subscribe, which isn't a high cost of entry, but it didn't seem like it was easily accessible to provide the clarity and transparency that I wanted. Both of their pitches felt like, I can add value for you, but you need to provide your email so you can learn why. After both interactions, I decided I don't want to do business with people that do business like that. And I didn't even think of how I would measure success or progress with them. In summary, if you don't feel comfortable with the cost of entry, whether it be time, energy, or an email subscription, then don't do it. Or if it just sounds too good to be true, follow that instinct. And if the accessibility and clarity do not seem straightforward or align with your own values, why spend more time figuring out the metrics for evaluating effectiveness? Your time is precious. Please treat it as such. Happy Wednesday. I hope you are able to reflect on your own past experiences and determine your own criteria for deciding when a situation or opportunity is beneficial or not worth your time. Our initial reactions may be deceiving, which is why it is good to evaluate and experiment before making a decision. Whatever decisions you need to make this week, remember to stay focused, keep it simple, and you will be successful.